Hey, man, what's going on? And welcome to the Airwaves here in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Awesome. Congratulations on the uh, the number one rock song, man. Song number three. Great tune. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Appreciate uh, you guys sent us a video, too, you and Corey, thanking radio. So we appreciate that as well, man. So I'm I'm sure you're you're excited, gearing up for Hydrograd coming out on June 30th. Yeah, we're stoked, man. I mean, we had so much fun making that record. And, you know, the whole process for us up to this point has been just a blast. We're excited for people to hear hear this record, and, and there's, I think they're going to be uh, pleasantly surprised with some of the new directions that the band has taken within the record. What I've heard so far, I, I've absolutely loved, and I, I love how Corey can switch back and forth from Slipknot to Stone Sour. What's it like for you working with Corey? Because uh, obviously there's two sides there with both bands, and you get the, uh, the Stone Sour side. How do you guys interact in the studio? Um, well, honestly, Corey and myself have known each other since we were 15 years old. We we have a certain way of writing together, and I think the coolest thing for how we write is we, within Stone Sour, we feel like we have no boundaries. You know what I'm saying? We can do anything. We can be, we can write heavy stuff. We can write, you know, just rock tracks. The new album's got a song that sounds like a country song. I mean, we, we have, we pride ourselves in the fact that we truly feel like we're not handcuffed by any genre of music, that we have the freedom to do whatever we want, and we do. I'm sure as an artist, that's great that you can you can go in different directions and, and write different types of songs. Yeah, I mean, we don't have to sit around and go, hey, man, we need to write 10 songs like this song from the last record because it had some success. We truly write for ourselves and try to push one another and uh to do stuff that we haven't done on previous records we don't want to write the same record and sometimes you know people don't like change but it's just part of it and that's where we are at this point and with both bands there's gap big gap between records you know so we're in a different place by from where we were when we did house of golden bones or audio cd you know each time there's big there's years in between those records. We mature as musicians. You change as a just a person and your outlook on things. And so, you know, we write the best records we possibly can at that moment and, and stay true to just having fun. That was the big thing with this, this record was we're going to do it an old new way, which is put us all in one room and record it and have as much fun as possible. And that's what we did. And actually, it's amazing that we recorded 19 tracks basically in a month, which is unheard of. And it's because, for one, everybody in this band is a great musician. And two, we had so much fun, and it was just us being in a room jamming. It's like, holy crap, we have this record, but it didn't feel like we were even making a record. It felt like a young band practicing in the garage, you know? It was amazing. You mentioned uh, how there's big gaps in between records because obviously Corey sometimes is off doing uh, Slipknot and stuff. What are you doing during that downtime? Well, for me, I mean, Stone Sour is is 24-7 for me. So, I mean, somebody still has to do stuff for Stone Sour, whether, you know, like mentioned recording the EPs and, you know, and Corey's breaks within Slipknot and to work on both sides and make sure you know you know in today's world there's the social media stuff and just make sure that stuff is still out there and we're still active but and also just writing for the next record the great thing is with those breaks is 
we're not rushed to write anything. You know, we know that we're going to have those breaks. So we really can, by the time it, we get around to making that next record, we can pick and choose stuff that we want to do. You know what I'm saying? It, it It's really, I think the break is a blessing in the simple fact that it allows us to have time to write over the course of that time. When Stone Sour is not active, like we don't talk to one another and we don't see each other for two years. It, it, it's not like that at all. So we just pick and choose those breaks between everyone's schedule to still get together and write, record, and, and uh, work on what will be the next record. You know, I got to see you do the uh, the kickoff party for Rock on the Range out in Ohio at Express Live. You didn't skip a beat. You hadn't played in a few years, I guess. And you get on there, you got the new tunes, you you pay tribute to Chris Cornell, which I want to say your cover of Outshine was tremendous live. Thanks, man. Yeah, what, what's it like uh, after so many years getting back up on stage with all the guys? And uh, I mean, how are you planning on fitting the new record in with the old Stone Sour stuff? Well, it's great being on stage. Once again, we're having so much fun. And I it, and I'll go back to I attribute it to actually having that break, you know. It makes you hungry again. So you're not just going through the motions because you're constantly touring. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we feel like we're a band that's 20 years old that just got signed. And we're having so much fun with everything. And as far as working in the new tunes, our schedule right now has us touring until at least the end of next summer. You know, we'll slowly work that stuff in. We're playing three songs right now. There's talk of us adding more. We don't want to also just give too much, play too much right now without the album being out. We want people to, you know, put the album out, let people digest it a little bit, and then, you know, we're going to build from there. I know you guys are going to be in our neck of the woods on July 26th in Camden at the BB&T. Of course, Corn and you guys and a host of other bands. It should be uh, one hell of a night. And, of course, Hydrograd on June 30th. I will ask you this. Uh, it's not out yet, but do you get nervous uh, leading up to a release of a record? I'm excited. I'll be honest. I'm, I'm not nervous at all. I think literally since it's been four years, I think our fans are ready for the new record. I feel like it's the most diverse record that we've ever done and I, the way that we recorded it, I think, being the fact that we all got in one room live and played it, there's an energy to it. You know, we weren't stuck to a click track. So there's a natural human element to the entire record of pushing and pulling. And I think that that's missing in music today. I think everybody's now become so reliant on Pro Tools and it being lined up perfectly to the grid that it sucks the life out of things. It doesn't sound like a band anymore. It's, everything's too perfect. And it's we're a rock band. It's not supposed to be perfect. So I'm stoked for everybody to hear the new record. I, I said this on air the other day. I'm like, Stone Sour, along with uh, the Foo Fighters, you guys are a band that with each release, I become a bigger and bigger fan. And I loved House of Golden Bones, part one and two. And I'm looking forward to hearing this new one, man. I thank you for taking some time. We can't wait to get you in Camden. I'm going to definitely be at that show. And best of luck. And uh, I hope June 30th gets here quick and we get to hear the whole record real soon. Awesome. I appreciate it, man. No problem, Josh. You take care. We'll talk to you soon. You too. Thank you.